Well, good morning and welcome back to the Bible Breakfast. My name is Andy and again, we have Kat and Ella. Welcome, guys. Hey. How are we doing? Yeah, it, it's the morning. Have a cup of tea. It's good. Yeah, sure do. Um, and hey, we've just lost Andy. I think he was having Wi-Fi issues today. Um, oh, we have too. And I did wonder why you were the host now, Ella. Yeah. <laughs> like got oh, he's coming back. I thought oh, he got He's coming back. There we go. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I have no idea what happened there. Uh, I'm so sorry. I just fell off, fell off the internet apparently. Um <laughs> Yeah. How did you guys go? Did you have a great discussion without me? Um, oh, I assume yeah, you've now just... finished the Bible breakfast. Yeah, yeah. we have. Yeah. yeah. You missed it. It was really, really profound. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, with that awkwardness out of the way, uh, Kat, what are we doing this morning? <laughs> sure. Welcome back. Um, yeah. So uh, great to have you with us um, this morning or if you're watching it later. Um, yeah, so the point of what we do today is to spend a bit of time um, in God's Word, in the Bible, and having a chat about it. And the reason we do that is because uh, we love Jesus and um, we want to focus our day um, on Him. And so this is an opportunity um, to do that. And uh, today we're going to be continuing in uh, the book of Luke at chapter 6 um, and reading, uh, it was 43 uh, through till the Yeah, end. verse 43. Um, there's 43, so all the way at the end of Chapter 6. Um, if you're joining us live, please do use the chat function. Um, you can send us a, a thought or a question or tell us the kind of tea you're drinking. That's also fine. Um, <laughs> it's just nice to engage with you. I, I love um, my coffee also, outside. Oh. <laughs> also, um, other than the excitement of Andy disappearing and coming back, uh, there probably won't be any more uh, amazing moments like that. Um, so feel free to just put your phone or your computer down, put it aside um, and just listen to our beautiful voices. Um, and, um, yeah, don't feel like you have to sit and stare at a screen. Just keep going with your morning and, and listen mm. to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good morning, Di, in the chat. Uh, she's saying internet not great at her place either. Seems to be a recurring theme. I'm actually hotspotting, which is probably possibly what uh, caused me to drop out because my home internet is also not working. So I think it's the morning for it. Um, yeah, just something about a Wednesday morning. Everyone's on the internet. Yeah. Uh, we are going to uh, begin uh, more formally now. Uh, we have a prayer that we like to say each morning. Uh, and so please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, give us wisdom and understanding. As we listen to your word, may we know you better, love you more, and learn to please you in all we do. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And mm -hmm. Ella's going to read us our passage. Sure am. Cool. Um, so we're starting from verse 33, uh, 43. 43. And it says, no good tree bears bad fruit nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the goods stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the head is full of. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? And not do what I say. 
As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who builds his house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Mm. Uh, thanks, Ella. And yeah, Kat uh, is going to have a go at retelling that for us. Sure. Um, yeah, so we've still got Jesus speaking here. Um, might be helpful to know if you've just kind of popped in. Um, so this is Jesus talking. Um, and, um, yeah, he's continuing teaching um, and talking about uh, how a bad tree bears bad fruit, uh, a good tree bears good fruit, and um, then continues to sort of give some examples of that, how you can't get particular fruit from the wrong tree, um, and then connects this with this idea of um, the, the way that we speak comes out of um, what's in our heart or, or what's in our sort of our mind. Um, and then he starts asking them, why are you calling me Lord, Lord, but you're not doing the things that I tell you to do? Um, but for those of you that do come and listen to me and hear, hear what I'm talking about, and then you actually go and do what I've said, um, you're, you're someone who's like built their house on a really firm foundation. That's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that you're doing. Um, but then again, like those of you that come to me and hear what I say and you don't do it, you're building your house without a foundation. Um, so, yeah, he's sort of doing this thing again where he's using lots of, like, analogy and pictures and stuff to explain what he's wanting people to, to learn. Mm. Yeah, good. Um, so our questions, and we would love for you to contribute your thoughts to these questions as well in the chat. Uh, what does this passage teach us about God and Jesus? Um, I think it's it's continuing... Um, uh, you know, it's sort of leading on from last week again, uh, which makes sense being, you know, back to back teaching, but um, uh, Jesus just sort of, yeah, really standing against um, hypocrisy and people who, you know, say one thing and do another. So similar to last week where it was the speck in your own eye before you, uh, the plank in your own eye before the speck in someone else's eye. Mm. Um, yeah. It's really, it's really ramming home that if you say that you're a follower of Jesus, and don't act like it, that's not great. <laughs> um, you, you're going to get, you know, pushed over in a storm. Not like literally, but... um. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not literally. Uh the metaphorical storms of our life. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Cause like I'm looking at this one and it's like, Oh, where's God? Like he doesn't actually get mentioned anywhere. So he's kind of like, like he's there, but he's not obviously there. And so it's like, 
yeah, sometimes then it's like, oh, you know, where um, what does this passage, you know, what do, what do these words tell us about God? It's like, oh, it's really obvious, like, because it clearly says God is like this or God mm-hmm. says X, Y, Z, whereas here it's like, oh, um, hmm, hmm. <laughs> what does it tell us? Um, mm. I guess maybe one thing is like that he, he sees us, um, which we sort of talked about a bit last week, like he sees us not in terms of like, big brother but like he sees us as in he's he's aware of our lives and the kind of people we are and and like the kind of things that are in our hearts and in our thoughts because otherwise how else could Jesus teach this Mm. like how could he say you know good people bring the good that's stored up in their hearts and you know evil people bring out the evil stored up in their heart like he obviously he knows that. Mm. Um, yeah. I think we've probably also said this as well, but um, I think this is a re- these two examples are really awesome examples of a God who's an amazing storyteller, but also um, those stories are, are rooted in um, his experience of our world. Um, which I think is really awesome. Like God's, yeah. Um, I love that that Jesus is is keen to tell us stories through the lens of of our own world and what we interact mm. with. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I love that. Like we don't, mm. we're not like we. Yeah, our God is not a God who's like. I'm only going to talk to you about things from my world that I'm mm. like God created our world and he's interested in it and he's yeah. keen to, yeah, share like share that with us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that's so great about Jesus and, and the way he teaches in that he takes these really um, like, you know, spiritual and, and um, otherworldly concepts and ideas and, mm. and, brings them into a way that we can understand. It's like, yeah, if you go to a fig tree and there's not figs on it and there's apples on it, like, like people get that. You get that because you yeah. know what a fig tree is. You know what an apple is. You know that those two things aren't aren't the same. Um, you know, and, you know, same with the other one. You, you know, if you're going to build your house on a rock, that's going to be more sturdy than building on sand. Um, yeah, and it's it's just such a great way of um, of connecting with his, with his creation. And, like, it makes sense because... Mm. He created everything, so of course he knows how it works, and yeah, and he has that intimate understanding of of our world. But yeah, the way he he brings it in, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's cool too because like he's making what he's teaching accessible, um, mm. like mm. yeah. He's using stuff that just the average common person would have been able to grasp and understand. Mm. Yeah. Um, not that, I mean, he does sometimes, like the Bible specifically says on a few occasions, Jesus spoke in riddles so that people wouldn't know what he was teaching. Um, yeah. Like this doesn't seem to be one of those occasions, although he no. does do that on purpose sometimes. But like, again, yeah, it's not like, um, it's not like, you know, being a Christian is only for like really highly intellectual, well-educated people. Mm. Um, like you could have this conversation with a child, um, you know, and they would 
they would grasp a fair chunk of it. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's something here also about um, God and um, God and justice and like Andy said before, like God not being a God who <sighs> likes us to. I, I'm I'm looking at verse forty six. And I'm saying, like, why do you call me Lord, Lord, but not do what I say? And that that reads to me as a a line of real like frustration and like I, I, I yeah, um, like I don't know, um, probably like a gentle frustration if that's possible, but still mm-hmm. like a, a God who's not happy when. Um, yeah, a God who's not about people knowing his name and not doing anything about that mm. um, is what I think I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, no, I get that because it's, yeah, like why, you know, by saying Lord, Lord, you're, you're acknowledging that, that Jesus is um, the, the ruler and the master, you know, Lord is that title of someone above above others, but then you're not, you're not acting like that, that sort of position demands. Like, you know, if, um, uh, if you called someone, oh, I was going to say prime minister, but I don't know, Australian politics isn't a great use case for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone you, in a position of leadership you respect. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, your boss, you know, if you called them boss, but then didn't do what they were asking you to do, um, then that that boss would be like, well, you've agreed to this. You signed up to to do this work, but you're not carrying it out. Like, is it is it me? Are you not respecting me? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Di has got an interesting thought in the chat. Um, she says, God, through Jesus, loves to use parables and analogy. So when we speak to him, we can use them too. Uh, she's never thought about this before, but uh, because sometimes the parables drive her nuts, but maybe she's saying we can reverse it. Um, yeah. Interesting thought. Um, I, yeah, I think so. Like if you're struggling to articulate your feelings or something. Um, yeah. I think speaking to God in parables and analogy would be totally fine. Like, um, yeah. Hot, hot take. Um, yeah. In the same way that God is using, um, like, the physical world around us to explain, like, um, big, big things, um, I think um, we do things in church called communion and baptism. Um, in communion, we're just using bread and wine. Like, they're, they're like, physical things um, that kind of show big concepts. Um, and so in that way, I guess we're kind of communicating with God in that way um, and using literal physical things mm. to, to engage with God. Um, and like um, in baptism where we're using water um, to, to connect with God. Um, mm. And I, as a really physical, like as someone who um, primarily 
well, I wouldn't say primary. I'm on the spectrum of learningness. I'm probably more tactile in the way that I engage with things and learn. Um, and I really love that God kind of encourages us to do that um, through these things and also through things like communion and baptism and that kind of thing. Um, so I'd say, yeah, and also like through physical things. Um, like I tangent, but I often... Um, pray for people by drawing things or by holding mm. things. Um, and that really works for me. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 Um, there was this great line in um, Tim's talk on Sunday. You can catch up on our podcast or YouTube channel. Um, and he said, God wants to hear our prayers more than we want to pray them. Um, and I think, yeah, any way that you can pray <laughs> to God to explain yourself, to, to engage with him is is a good way of doing it. Like if it works for you, that's great. Yeah. Um, so, no, I don't think there's, yeah, I think it would be, um, yeah, great and fine. And, yeah, if it helps you to engage better with God, then, yeah, absolutely use analogies and parables to talk to him. Um, he knows what you mean. Like he knows you better than, <laughs> than anyone. <laughs> He'll work it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. We've, wow. It's uh, nearly 20 past. So what does this passage teach us about people? That we're hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like this one's so much like more obvious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I find the, um, the tree, the, the two trees and the fruit they produce really like it's a bit of a punch in the guts, like mm. not necessarily in a bad way. <laughs> um, it's just very like hard hitting, isn't it? Um, it, it? Like, I don't know, like has anyone ever asked you that question, you know, but don't you think people are like inherently good? Mm. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know that it's that simple. Mm. I don't know that it's that simple that we're inherently good. I'm not saying we're inherently bad, mm. but I don't know if it's that straightforward. And so, then you have this passage here that talks about people having evil stored up in their hearts mm. and that. And I think I sometimes do stuff that I would imagine God considers evil, like what, what's our like what's our reference point here? Mm. Um, oh yeah like mm. <laughs> you know uh do I kind of am I like a grafted tree where part of me is good and part of me is not I don't know <laughs> like it's 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 challenging isn't it yeah I I resonate with that cat yeah I think we're truly we're kind of a mix of all of them um and sometimes sometimes I think I can be the good man and sometimes I think I can be the evil man. And I think I have the capacity for both. Mm. Um, yeah. But what's real cool. I'm just wondering, like, yeah. Um, sorry. Process with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. um, like Jesus, Jesus, we just consistently see good fruit, good fruit, good fruit, good fruit, good fruit. Like mm -hmm. where do we ever see something that's bad fruit come from Jesus? And like how much is he maybe kind of pointing out as well? Like it's not just a thing for us to reflect on ourselves, but to reflect on, on others, not in a judgmental way, but in a way of being able to recognize those we should 
you know, learn from and um, be shaped by. And like, this is Jesus. Jesus is the good tree. Like he's like, I'm not bearing any bad fruit. I keep producing the fruit that I'm supposed to be. So what does that tell you about who I am? I don't know. I wonder. Like that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Mm. It also um, makes me think like when we when we broaden this out to not just us as individuals, um, it makes me think about like, um, yeah, thinking about this in community and encouraging others when they bear good fruit. Um, mm. And... Um, yeah, also, like, um, I, like it, it does also make me think, Kat, that, like, around Jesus there was people pro- producing bad fruit. Like, we see Jesus rebukes his disciples sometimes and um, we see people around Jesus do not great things. Like, I was reading a, a story the other day about people who want to stone a woman around Jesus. Mm. Um, like, a... Jesus is probably talking from experience here when he talks about people bearing bad fruit. Um, But he also doesn't, like, Jesus continues to bear good fruit when the people around him aren't, which is really interesting. Um, and then just looking at the other the other section, the book, the builders. I think with what it teaches about people, all this sort of goes back to the other question. But anyway, um, it, it shows us that when when we trust in Jesus, and when we, as he says, um, hears his words and puts them into practice, that that we can stand up against stuff. Like we can we can have that that security that we know that you know we we can trust in God and we can. Um, live our lives, you know, in the same way that that or try and emulate the way Jesus lived his life. And then when bad stuff comes along, you know, in this case, it's a it's a storm, it's a flood. Um, but when those those trials and tribulations come into our lives, that we have that strong foundation in Jesus, that we can we can stand up to it. Um, mm. yeah. And that's like, yeah, I I don't. Like sometimes that that standing up to it might look like not having a great time. Like I think oh, for sure, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean not suffering. No, it doesn't mean that the storm's not going to come. Yeah, and and you're probably going to have to, you know, rebuild your decking or something. Like using the building example, but yeah, your whole house isn't going to collapse. Like it's metaphorically, maybe your house will collapse. That might be the trial in and of itself. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, having that that firm foundation, um, yeah, in Jesus can, um, yeah, just keep you grounded and and you know see you through it. Yeah. So Jesus is not saying things like you're going to be financially stable and you'll like you you'll have good health and and all of that. Like, yeah. it sounds like there's something deeper going on as well. Yeah. Uh, we've got another comment. Oh, and, oh gosh, it's now 25 past. We're running behind. Uh, we've got another comment come in from Mustard Student Movement. Shout Ooh. out to the Mustard Podcast with Ella and Weechan. Uh, <laughs> fruit is about nourishment, blessing others or multiplication, new growth, more trees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's beyond self. 
uh, yeah, that's, mm. that's great. Um, thanks mustard. Um, uh, yeah, because, because yeah, that's, that's the bringing, the bringing stuff up from your heart. If you bring out good fruit, then that'll multiply. If you bring up bad fruit, that, that might multiply as well. Um, mm. yeah, it's good. All right. Uh, so how does this passage affect the way we live in less than five minutes? Um, Eat, eat good fruit. <laughs> um, I think one of the things that stands out to me, like mainly just because it's obvious, um, <laughs> so I can like it, it makes sense, is, um, yeah, like Jesus is clearly saying it's a good idea. You're probably being pretty wise if you actually hear what I say and then do what I say. And that's not easy. Um, like it's easy to grasp the concept mm. of it, but then actually doing it's not easy, obviously. Um, but yeah, and I guess one of, one of the thoughts I had was like he says, you know, um, you've come to me and you've heard my words. Well, what are his words? Um, and so I was just yeah thinking back to like what have we talked about in the previous weeks where he's taught about you know. Um, Sabbath, the day of rest and what it's there for to be life-giving where he's talked about not being hypocritical and recognising your own faults, um, you know, judging, like not judging others. I talked about mm. who he sees in the world as being blessed, the people mm. who are poor and, and suffering and all of that. So it's like these are these are just some of the things that he's saying, you've heard me. Like he's, he's still talking to the same group of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think just that encouragement of, yeah, when, when we learn stuff from Jesus, we're meant to not just go, oh, well, you sound like a nice guy. Cool, go on with my day. Like, yeah. it's like, no, I'm actually meant to do something with it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I guess with with the building analogy, like, um, yeah, I guess thinking about what what it looks like, or what does it look like for you and for us to have those deep foundations to be building our house on the rock? Like, yeah, I think the trap we can fall into is is thinking that we're building a, a solid foundation, but actually just keeping it very surface level. Um, and so, yeah, really critically thinking about, well, what, what am I doing that's actually deepening my relationship with Jesus and, and um, yeah, taking those, those foundations and really driving them down, um, you know, so that might be, um, yeah, learning to, to rely on him more for things and to spend more time in prayer. Um, I, I'm doing a series on prayer at the moment. We just did a session on um contemplative prayer which is just sitting with god and and listening and i think that's mm. a really helpful way in, in deepening that relationship um yeah so i think that's yeah that's what i've got um dyer's just put a comment in trust in jesus the lord uh, is our cornerstone we can build a good foundation on him uh, but be prepared uh, for the storms to come but still trust in him go and bear good fruit sharing the love of christ yeah it's a great great takeaway die um yeah mm. 
Well, it's approaching 8.30. Uh, so let's uh, finish it there. Um, thank you so much for your thoughts and your comments. Um, yeah, it's been a great look uh, today and, and we've finished chapter six. Um, so hooray. <laughs> nice little milestone. Um, yeah, join with us next week. We'll start Luke chapter seven. Woo. Yeah, exciting times. Uh, I will close us in prayer and then we're, um, yeah, free to start our days. So let's pray. Lord and Heavenly Father, you have brought us safely to this new day. Keep us by your mighty power. Protect us from sin. Guard us from every kind of danger. And in all we do this day, direct us in the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Elf. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Thanks Dara. Thanks, Mustard School Movement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be you, Chen. Uh, <laughs> thanks, you, Chen. Uh, we'll see you all same time next week. <laughs>